Miss Honey. Okay. I'm gonna post, I'm gonna post my new set. It's called Trash. <laughs> do math at circuit parties in the middle of pandemic are trash. trash. Who listened to it? The teddy bear? Trash. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Honesty Program. Honey. I am your host, Logan Slaughter, also known as Logan Hardcore when I am up in the drags. Um, I'm sure a lot of you are wondering what's going on with Tamisha Aman and Bob and Monet and Candy Musingtons. Um, and quite honestly, I did what I could on this topic. It's on my Patreon, so go on over. It's on the $5 level. It is too much of a doozy for me to attempt to do again. Um, it, it's a it's so much and not enough all at the same time. In fucking point blank words, I think that Tamisha Aman is a fucking scam artist. I say it, what I say it. And I think what she's doing is... Rotted. Gutted. That's... Basic. Good. Tired. And that's how I feel. Um, it's all stunts and shows, and for someone who considers themselves an icon in this community, and blah, 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 it's childish behavior, and I think that your romper room antics are bullshit. So, um, my breakdown of everything that I can figure out is up on Patreon. Um, and this week we have Monet on the podcast. So we kind of touched on it. We didn't, you know, dive too much into it. Um, she talks a little bit about what she thinks, but you know, at the end of the day, it, we're grown men in wigs and that's tea. Grown <laughs> men in wigs, girl, and you're getting mad about people not liking your dress. Because they're ugly. I said what I said. That's right. You know what? I'm very close to having a funeral for this sound clip. I said what I said. Because quite honestly, her romper room behavior makes me only want to use. I said what I said. So listen, there can be we can be having a funeral next week. Who the fuck knows? Um, it is Mother's Day today as I'm recording this. So happy Mother's Day to all of you. And you know what? Happy Mother's Day to everyone else because I'm sure you are a motherfucker. Um, I'm returning to Playhouse on Tuesday. Well, returning to Playhouse. I've never performed at Playhouse. But I'm returning to the stage and my new weekly residency is going to be at Playhouse on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. So I would love for you to come out and check me out. Um, Tuesdays, 8 p.m., Playhouse. You can get tickets online. I do a swipe-up story almost every day. And also, my it's on Facebook. I post about it. Um, what else are, uh, is new in tea, girl? Um, not much. I think we're going to jump right into this uh, interview with my sister Monet, and I will catch you all next week. All right. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, and those of you who are non-binary royalty, welcome back to the Hardcore Honest Tea podcast. And today, tonight, or wherever you're listening, I am so excited to have someone I consider a dear sister. We've had many shots together and I've wanted to <laughs> talk to her for so long because 
I'm so happy for all of our success. We have from RuPaul's Drag Race season 10 and All Stars 4, my winner, Monet Exchange. Ah! What's Bob? You know, I remember all those times on Fire Island where, like, the years before I got on the show, it was everyone, everyone every summer was like, did you get the call? And Logan would be like, now, Miss Monet, I've heard some things. I would be like, Logan, no, I did not. I believe that the year you got on for 10, I told you I would see you at summer camp. <laughs> yes, you did. You did say that. And I was like, oh, my God, Logan got on? I was like, I was like, if Logan gets on this show, it's going to be wild. Girl, unhinged. I never got a call back from these people. <laughs> That's just so crazy to me that you all these years you've never gone on the show. I don't understand it, but you know, I think I'm a liability, so <laughs> probably that makes sense. Oh, girl, but congratulations to you. I mean, we don't see each other often, but when we do, it's always great. Um, you've had such success, my god. I mean, course, yes. you know, you got on your original season mm-hmm. and you know, you didn't come out the winner, but you went right back and bam. Yes, girl. And I guess maybe that's why all these girls feel the need to concoct these stories about me because, and like the most, the craziest things, I guess it's some, something about my showing on Drag Race. And honestly, I hate to say, but it does feel like some sort of jealousy and projection of what they don't value seeing themselves, that they feel the need to put that on me and make it a thing. I don't know, it's weird. But yeah, at season 10, that didn't win. But I was like, you know, I feel like I can go back. I was like, my problem was not talent. It was my my problem was I didn't have nice clothes. And I was like, I'd be gigging for three months. I was like, I can I can scrounge up fourteen thousand dollars to get myself together and get some nice clothes. You know, so that's what you spent for All Stars was fourteen. Yeah, and compared Girl. to season ten, when I spent I think like six or maybe six. like six sixty five hundred bucks. So you spent around twenty thousand for both. Yeah, all together for Girl. sure. Could be me. I'd be there in this little leopard print wrap with some stones on it for astronaut attire. <laughs> I can't. I can't, yeah. girl. That show has changed so much. I think you got on at the perfect time. I honestly, I, I say all the girls got on at the perfect time. I think Bianca. I don't know how Bianca would do now. Um, I don't think Bianca would fare well in Drag Race now. I don't either. I think she got on mm-hmm. and won when the timer's the right. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I went through this shit with Tina recently. Girl. Um, I don't think that there was the time for her. I think her time might have come and gone. And I also think that she really, like, tried to shift herself for the show. And Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think that some people go on the show and you... Because now people are so conscious of the branding of it all and all these things as opposed to just going on the show and like being yourself and doing you like just let and like whatever happens happens. But I mean, I I, I get the point wanting to go on and have this perspective of I'm going to brand myself a certain way so I can get certain gigs and be this thing. But you have to realize the people who are super successful from the show, people just just go on being 1000% authentically. Even when when people audition, I was like, all right, girl, I'm auditioning this season. Like, what's like the secret to get on? And when you say something like, honestly, it's being yourself. They're like, no, but like, what's like the real secret? It's like, that's not, there's not a, like a thing. There's not like a, like Jacqueline, may she rest in um, perfection, as they said, for Chi-Chi um, and Jacqueline. Um, I remember when I finally got on, like me and her, we, obviously we became friends. We would go to lunch and dinner and Broadway shows and stuff. And I remember one night I was like, 
why like why didn't i get cast all those years i was like jack i've been auditioning since season six like why didn't i get cast because she's like because like she you weren't yourself she was like you were trying to be this thing you were trying to like put on this like drag thing and be like oh girl if these girls come for me i'm gonna read them and she's like i could tell watching your tapes that was not you she's so right that's not me i'm 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 not the girl be like honey i i, I keep it real i'm gonna drag these hoes like that's just not me and i was that's trying to me. do that because i was i was trying to play up a character but she was like and you and when you finally were showing us your real self and i, I I had this thing on my YouTube where I review on my um, audition tapes and yes. watching it back. I was like, I was totally trying to be a thing, like trying to do the drag. It's thing. cringeworthy to go back and watch. Our Girl, so cringe. I like, <laughs> I'm not, I can't. I, I go back and I'm like, you should have quit drag. And, <laughs> Honestly. Not, and you weren't telling me shit back then. Well, you know, and that's what I'm saying. The fervor, the fervor that I have with season six. I mean, Logan, I literally had two wigs. That was what that was 2013. Had like two wigs. I had maybe three costumes, but I like adorned this like closet with like my friends who are opera singers, like yes. their like gowns and stuff. I was like, look at all my gowns, all my things. I literally had nothing. And that was season six. Imagine if I got cast, I would have looked <laughs> crazy from going up against Bianca and Trinity Bonet. You know, it was it would have been crazy. Girl, I remember doing my sixth um, audition and me and Bianca were living together in Hell's Kitchen and she had uh -huh. a bedroom that she made her closet. And then I had these two little mm -hmm. doors that were my closet. So when I was doing my my closet, I was like, so I have this. And it was like Forever 21 dress and like nothing custom. And then I walked into Bianca's closet and I said, I also have all of this. <laughs> girl, meanwhile- But that was probably in her fucking tape. Girl, her, I don't think she had a tape, so. <laughs> no, I, it, 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 I, I, I do believe that, well, you would know that Bianca got like a specific call, but I think you still have to do a tape for like a formality. Can you, say, can, can you confirm, Logan? I believe, I know she sent in something, but it was not the- it was not what we've done. Got it, got Girl, it, got that it, got Dora it. the Explorer snatch game. Right. I think her total thing that I've seen is three minutes long. Uh-huh. But it was edited right. well. It was her in and out of drag. Um, it showed her working at the costume shop, working in drag. It had Dora. There was, um, I don't believe there was a performance video. There was no acting. Must there be nice. There was no making anything. Must oh, be yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, I mean, we lived together and I had no idea she was on the show. That's crazy. Yeah, I we were working together the night before she left. We were working at therapy. Um, I we always did shots after the show. I said, "Do you want to do a shot?" She said, "No." So I turned to the bar. I did a shot. I turned around and she was gone. Word. And I did not hear or see her again for till she got back. And I was on the island and my phone rang. That's wild. Wild is right, girl. Wild yeah, is right. But, you know, you've done so much with it. You're, I, excuse me, she's the face of Truly now. Girl, my fridge is, like, stock with Truly. And I honestly, I love Truly. But the thing about all these hard seltzers is that you be drinking them, not even realizing, like, you three, four, five Trulys in. You're like, oh, girl, I need to. Girl, you're truly feeling it. <laughs> you don't have to talk to me about feeling the fantasy when I drink, girl. Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. She's, she, yeah, I forgot. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. It's the first thing I've ever won, all these little tokens on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Girl, it's a journey. I have to say, you have to tell Bob to stop doing truly advertisements since she's sober. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It you know, when me. we...
when we first started the pod, that was you know, and well, not first because we got only got ad uh, advertisements like the past like year and a few months. But when we started getting ads, we it was like this like weird thing. And when the, one of them came up, I think the first one was busy, and we were like. I was like, do you feel like comfortable doing this? He's like, yeah. He was like, he's like, I don't drink, but I'm not saying that people shouldn't drink. I just, I just, he's just like, for me, it is a bad decision. But he's like, I'm not here to tell other people what to do. And like, and we, we do that sometimes. Like sometimes like we, we turn down like smoking ones, like cigarettes try to add in the pocket. I was like, that's something that we both like just so opposed to we wouldn't oh, advertise. What is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many different ones come. And honestly, that was one of my big scandals when I first started Drag Race when it was, I was with fucking Neverland with Anthony, whatever the fuck his name is. I forget his name. And it was, um, and you know, they were this, it was like two, a month into us being on the show. And at that time, it was myself, Kim, Shay, Cracker, Vixen, Science, and I think Naomi and stuff, but the, the people in, in this deal were the ones I named. And it was this like tr- anime porn thing where they were advertising these headphones with these cat ears on it. Uh huh. And but the number was so good. I was I you know I just got on Draggers and I was like, oh my god, they want to pay me this money to like just take a picture of me with these headphones on. I was like, this is crazy. So obviously we all said yes. And then bitch, the fans will let you know. They were like, these people are transphobic. How dare you, Monet? You are a transphobe. And I was like, oh my god, this is my first brand. I didn't know. It was like so Girl, these crazy. Fans. They will get you together. How lucky are you? <laughs> You know, it's honestly it's, with fans, you kind of have to take the bitter with the sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's just to. part of the course. I mean, yeah. I re- like you know clearly nowhere near it, but you know I've made a decent name for myself online without the show, and yeah. like even like with Bianca, if we're going back and forth, there's always someone that's like, "You better fucking leave Bianca alone," and I'm like, "You better fucking go shove a crucifix up your crotch because you got the <laughs> wrong bitch." <laughs> like, Bianca was the best man at my wedding. Like, go kill yourself. Yeah. Um, but even like the shit that went on with Tina a couple weeks ago, like for 48 hours, my inbox was "Kill yourself. You're trash. You're busted. Your makeup's horrible." It's like, what what we're not going to do is talk about my makeup when you're supporting that dumpster fire. Um, <laughs> girl, because we saw that makeup on the show. Woof. <laughs> girl, but speaking, and you know, like, I'm like the person that gives my opinion. I always have. Me and Maddox had that Drag Race review so show good. a long time ago. We were one of the first people to do it. And like, it wasn't Legendary. like, it wasn't like this, like. I'm afraid I would be afraid to do a review show now because, you know, I heard from someone that back in the day, I think it was like up to season four, there was like a Facebook group of the girls. And like when auditions went out, they would ask the girls, what do you think of this person, this person? And Sharon Needle said that she wouldn't support me being on the show because of all the things I had said. Uh, Sharon Needle just want to fucking talk. Is she serious? Girl, right? Girl. Hello. Go walking, walking up and down Ninth Avenue, um, in Hell's Kitchen, calling people the N word. Screaming the N word. Got it. Girl, uh-huh. hello, hi. Um, yeah. So it's just wild, but you know, that's like where you're at this week. I've wanted to have you on this podcast for so long, and it just so happens that you've really <laughs> gone and pissed off Tamisha. I'm on. It's coming for you. Girl, girl, girl. It's so nutty. It's so nutty. It's so annoying. Honestly, the the most annoying part of it is just the lying the lying it's like just uh i don't even know what happened at this point 
I don't know either. There's so many stories that she's thrown out there between her and DeVixen. Like, I just, I, I can't keep up with the uh, with the delusion and the lies. Well, I saw and, that last night with Bob. With, and, well, because Keisha. she went live and she went live earlier than she was supposed to. So, you know, I was having my dinner watching Housewives. <laughs> Very Westchester. Which, have you seen this new, uh, uh, you Ebony probably know if it's girl. real. Ebony the one K- with... With all the different housewives mixed up together? Yeah, it's not an all-stars. They're going to be doing, like, vacation wives, and they're going to put different groups of them going. Oh, my God. The one I saw with Kenya, I was like, this. Ramona. Melissa. um, uh, Melissa Gorga, Teresa, Kyle, Kenya, um, Cynthia, Cynthia. and Ramona Singer. That shit. And Luann. I'm like, this is going to be everything well there's a rumor that kenya and ramona get into it and i have no doubts that ramona said some racist shit and that kenya might have knocked her upside her head <laughs> i mean i'm the big i drag race is my favorite show but mm-hmm. housewives is every franchise after i am such a diehard i don't miss anything so i missed the beginning of tamisha's promotion for her pay-per-view special <laughs> not pay-per-view girl i turned that on and she was like, and it's going to be $25 because none of y'all going to come over here and pay $25 up on my website. And I was like, I was like, then you go to her website. There's nowhere to sign up. I'm like, well, I'm like, can you please put this energy into, into fucking fulfilling people's shoe orders that you have just been neglecting? I ordered my, when, I went to the first thing. I ordered it whenever she announced, like when she had first announced, I forget if it was like a week or two after the, the show had launched. It was right after it launched because I was yeah. going to buy a pair. And I did not get my shoes until mid to ending of March. I was like, that's like three months. Well, girl, she probably had to make the money to make the shoes first. Girl, hello. Because I know those, I mean, for someone who does. That's an expensive thing to be. Bitch, shirts can be expensive. So I was like, if you're charging a lot. Yeah. So, I I mean, I could imagine that she ordered such a, I, I don't know what her deal was, but it is so crazy. That people are not getting their orders and she online talking about, well, you know, y'all not getting y'all refunds. I mean, y'all can still order if y'all want to. And then someone broke into her website, like the whole thing. And apparently me. she tried to blame me saying that, well, uh, I'm just saying since I said some stuff about Monet, uh, my website has been hacked or something to I that know, effect. I'm I know like, you well enough to know that you're not a computer hacker. <laughs> girl, I can barely turn my iPhone on. On, I literally don't know how to turn the new iPhone on and off. Like, I literally don't know. <laughs> Girl, the I was whole like, girl, whatever. Was a damn mess. And then, like, I caught a piece of um, Keisha with Bob and the Vixen yesterday. And then I went back and watched the whole thing this morning because you know those YouTube queens, honey. They ripped that shit and put girl. it immediately. Girl, the thing, how every, she's just the girl that throws a brick into your house and then runs away screaming. For sure. It's not, for you, sure. It's like my experiences have to be validated, but yours are not valid your experiences are not valid but it's girl she's the type of person i never need to have a conversation with for sure for sure i wish you the best and god bless the great things you've done but yeah and you know it's it's just honestly just so disgusting and i i really had a moment like honestly this morning when i woke up when i woke up this morning and because i didn't see again so i was yesterday i filmed a music video like literally i was i was on set for that from like 9 a.m until about beyonce Well, this album is more like R and B and stuff like that. It's like it's like super R and B, like not. There's like I can't more, wait. I love your really first excited. your first drop of music, girl. Thank Bitch, I'm Beyonce squirrel. is a 
full bop, and I don't understand why it didn't get more attention. Girl, you and me both. You Justice and me for both, bitch both. on Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on set literally all day, and we, where we were in Malibu, there was no service. So we, we had no Wi-Fi, no service. Literally all of us were kind of like off the grid for the day. And then, like, you know, when your phone gets like a little splattering of something, I saw like six o'clock, my phone got some type of UFO connection. And then my phone was going berserk, like, like, like for like literally 10 minutes. I was like, what is going on? But then I lost service again. And then we had to, so I didn't really see anything. And then I got in my car to drive back to LA because you, you know, I moved here, right? Yeah. I, you know, because, your podcast with Bob is literally my favorite podcast. Oh my god! I, I went. I know back, you listen sometimes. I didn't know you like listen. Listen. Oh, I listen everything. I'm a patron. Oh, mama, the whole thing. Oh my god, I Logan. Live for. I laugh like I'm a crazy person. I'm in here doing my day job, <laughs> and I'm like cackling. <laughs> the whole thing. You guys have such. DJ's a thing. probably like, what is wrong with this bitch in there? Girl, my husband is like, girl, she's really losing it now. That surprise. <laughs> girl, she's off those drugs. She's still on the come down. She did so much of it. This bitch coming down for seven months. <laughs> but you guys literally have such an incredible connection. And like, it reminds me of when I worked with Ariel Sinclair on Sundays. Like we just, mm. it was effortless. Yeah. We could look at each other and know what was coming. And uh -huh. like, it's so funny. And to be able to feel that through uh, audio medium is really yeah. special, which is why I think you guys have had such um, success with it. Because yeah. it really is fucking incredible. Thank you, squirrel. No, um, so the so so Bob called me at like 8 30 oh, as I was driving home and he was like, Money, I'm so mad. I was like, What's up? He's like, He's like, What do you mean? What's up? Have you not stealing your phone? I was like, Bob, I literally had just got my phone, like, I have no idea what's going on. He's like, The vixen is wild. She's like, She went on this on this live with Keijan, just like literally just saying blatant lies and things that aren't even close to true. Like, we just she, me and her did a meet and greet together and. I was adoring the white fans with, with blonde hair, hair, blue eyes, with red hair, whatever. And I played black. the black people dust. I was like, that anyone who is, that is just so, maybe, maybe, maybe in a world where you said it the opposite way, that maybe people be like, okay, then maybe I can see that. But even then, that's just not who I am at all. I've always been a warm, sweet, like that's just, and I'm not trying to be braggadocious about myself. That's just how I am. Like, yeah. I, I'm just not that. I don't think I've ever seen you in a bad mood. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not how I am. So just to make a, and then saying that how, oh, how I said that I, I've never experienced racism in Brooklyn, like all these like crazy outlandish things. It's like, she's obviously someone who's desperate and like clinging and crying for attention. And she's just honestly showed herself to be a piece of shit. I literally have no tolerance for the Vixen. I have tried even in a recent podcast, the one about reality TV on Civic Rivalry, I spoke said, out and I yeah. was and I was like saying how like but after watching the show again, I could see how the Eureka was literally like doing things to amp her up, then saying to the camera, oh, I did it on purpose. You know what I mean? So and I was like, I had her back even then still and trying stuff for people to see the Vixen, uh, whatever about her. But after this, I'm like, I I, I she was still I had to like well, first of all, I blocked because Tamisha said she blocked me on everything. Tamisha did not block me on everything. I just blocked her on everything because now after all the delusional lies, I just don't even want to see her handle no. it. I, I, I just did the same thing with the Vixen. Like, I just, I, I'm so turned off and so disgusted by their behavior. I'm like completely over it. It's like, it's and oh, I was saying this it. morning, I woke up and I was literally like, I was like feeling like a little emotional because I just can't believe that people could be so, so incendiary and so sneaky and so just conniving. It was really well, disheartening this morning. And the worst part about it is, and you know, hi, I'm white. Um, 
There's no no more pretending I'm black girl, not in yeah. 2021. Um, you know, the worst part about it for me as I was watching it, one, she seems mentally unstable. Oh, there, for sure. There was like her facial expressions, like there was just something that I was like, if this was a person that I saw somewhere else, I'd be like, bitch, cross the street because right, right. Looks, she looks fucking cuckoo. Right. And the fact that like you, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm a white person that listens and I take like, you know, what I take from it. Um, mm-hmm. You have been nothing but pro-black ever. And so for a black person to be telling you that you're not pro-black to me is fucking wild. Wild girl, unhinged unhinged wild and crazy kids girl i was like this is the most views the vixens ever had on anything (laughs) ever people are going to talk about her for 48 hours and then she can go back to dust yeah but what we talk about with the fans are that like that's the thing and even though obviously i know it's true and a lot of a lot of like 90 percent people know it's true that 10 percent of people who watch that stuff and they believe it just because she's saying it like that gets to me and the fact that I feel like that was her mission. Like she just wanted to make up these things. So like those, I don't know, 10,000 people, whatever, however many it is, believe what she's saying. Like that to me, that's the part that I well, hate. Well, anyone like, that believes that, and like I can tell you who it is. It's freckle face Hannah sitting in her mom's <laughs> computer room that will get any attention she can get from any drag race girl. Yeah, so like, yeah. They're the, it's the type of people that know that shit's wrong and they jump on that side because they feel like they're going to get noticed. And oh my God, oh my God, which I don't get. Yeah. And it's yeah, kind of like, sure. it's kind of like how I felt with this fucking Tina shit because the whole thing I said was if mm-hmm. any other girl other than Tina Burner had presented that package, yeah. the New York City girls would not have been like, girl, you were robbed. The package was garbage. Right. <laughs> And like I never There were some nice ones. Dude, yeah, the disco dancing look was it. <laughs> I also liked um her day the the one who did did the two runways, the day look, not the van, the vamp one I did not like, but I did like the the um the day one. I, I thought it was cute. See, we all find things that we like. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! But like, people took me saying that as I was calling Tina trash, and like uh-huh. as I've continued to say, congratulations to her success. She's comedy queen. She got on the yeah. show. She's done everything she put her mind to. I don't think she showed the best, but I never diminished her talent. And there's ways to get your opinion across without diminishing someone else. And I think that's what the vixen is completely missing and unable to do. Mm-hmm. I think that she only knows how to attack and not take any accountability for anything else. For and you're anything. Never Everything get... always happens to her. Like calling her the victim is honestly so accurate. It's like the victim has never done anything wrong. Anything that, that happens to her is, is no, nothing of her own doing. It, it just happened. Vixen equals constant victim. It's crazy. And like, I don't keep up with the Vixen because from her season, I was like, you're fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. For sure. And, and you know, Jada Feo. He warned me about this a long time ago, and I was always like, "Jay, no, the vixen is no Jay," and he and he was like, "Well, now I'm telling you." I was like, "Jay, no, no," and now I'm like, "Jay, you were fucking right," and I should have listened to you the entire time. Which a lot of things in my life that Jay has told me that I don't listen to. So then I popped into Bob doing the live because I was like, I've never been to a watch party, so I was like, let me go to this, and then Mm -hmm. I saw Shangela, and I was like, gotta go because. Because I constantly have shit to say about her. So I was like, I don't need to deal with a chance of this happening. I just got out of hot water. I don't need to get back in it. (laughs) Well, she's been in hot water for a girl. 
Girl, girl I'm the Jacuzzi. one who started pushing that everywhere. She's trying to tell Shaquita she was there doing charity buying a house. You weren't doing that from a fucking beach hammock at the host hotel of a circuit party, you fucking trash. Well, you know what? Sometimes you just need just to just let your hair out. Let your hair down. Girl, she needs to get that hair cut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope she had a great time. You know, again, I, I have Shanji. nothing love against Shanji. anyone, but... We were at the height of a pandemic and seeing people literally not do anything. I was like, I have nothing to do but stir shit up. So, yeah. <laughs> you know me, I've always got to have my hand in some pot. <laughs> Girl, and I just, you know, I'm not going to keep you all day because I know you're a busy woman. Um, your podcast with Bunny is girl. crazy. Ebony, Bunny's wild. Ebony She's wild. And irony. She's wild. I never would have in a million years put you two together, but it's so perfect <sighs> that it's a girl. Well, you know, I wanted to do so. It was back in September. I, I like one of my favorite things ever is Bunny and Bianca did the Derek and Romaine show, the radio show, and the audio is on YouTube. It's like seven years now at this point. And I would honestly, I can quote that thing from beginning to end. It's so funny. Bunny was so crazy on it. So literally, one day randomly, I just called her. Bunny calls me often, especially throughout the pandemic. She'll call me like, you know, every couple of Those crazy little voicemails and those crazy calls. I had a call and it's like, if Bunny calls you, you literally have to allot like 13 hours of your day to talk to her on the phone. So, and I just called her one day. I was like, Bunny, we should do a podcast. She's like, girl, what's a podcast? And I was like, (laughs) well, I I explained the whole thing to her. She didn't show any interest. She's quickly changed subjects and just started telling me some of her material for the show she had coming up. And I was like, all right. Then she called me again like a few weeks later and I mentioned brought up podcasting again and we had like a more serious conversation about it. And then we like talked about stuff for like a few months and then we got we started going in, in, in January. And it's like this interesting dichotomy of old school and new school and because it's just so different. Bunny's from like a completely different generation, yes. how she handles and thinks about things. And I, you know, from a more recent generation. And it's just <laughs> seeing how these two uh, facets of queer culture like tackle the same issue. I love it. I love it. I called you once because <clears throat> it's another one that I listen to religiously. Because there are moments in that where I'm like, Monet either wants to kill Bunny. <laughs> Often. I mean, the shit that she says and she gets away with in this day and age baffles I me. I know, I know, I know. When I you know. guys had on, um, God, what was his name from the Sherry Pie scandal? Uh, 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 John, uh, you guys shit. had, I had Danny Marandola. Yes, because you had Danny and I had Ben in another mm. one, Court. Mm. Um, girl, the shit she was saying, I was like, yeah funny yeah. this is a serious situation i know i know i love it she just doesn't care and she girl she don't care she's unfiltered she literally gives zero fucks she does not care literally at all so are you building a little podcast empire monet you know you know i spoke to you about this a few months ago i i kind of i don't know if i want to do like a full podcast because as you know a podcast is a very big commitment but i think about doing like a patreon only making it like two dollars and doing like a survivor review podcast you know what i mean just on patreon and not putting it out, out, out and because as you know i've become obsessed with survivor yes um, you got obsessed with survivor the way that i got obsessed with big brother Mm. I, I wanted to, and... I want to dip my toe into Big Brother, but Woo! I heard she's a whole different beast. Girl, you have to start. Okay, I could tell you you'd start at like 14 or 15 to get the gist of it uh-huh. and watch the current and then go back and see how it started. 
<laughs> the shit that people were getting away with saying back then and how they made people feel, I'm like, girl, it's a doozy. But the thing about Big Brother, though, those... I, one time I went to Tondrick's house. Like, this was, like, months like months ago before the pandemic. I'm like, oh, my God. Not months. Bitch, year, a year at this point. Girl, Jesus right. Christ. I'm does, literally going back to work for the first time next week, and it'll have been, Oh, gag. Like, in office? I'm No, I'm going back to Playhouse. I haven't been on stage for almost a year and a half. Oh, my God. Gag. No, I'm never going back to that office, girl. <laughs> I wear this beautiful suit to work in my living room. Um, oh, yeah. And the, the Big Brother, the seasons, there's like 40 episodes a season. That's it's just 100 too much. days. That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> 100 girl, days? That's I, girl, four, I was three, three the, and a half months. I was in about. the top 50 to be on the show. If you're a big brother, I cannot. Well, girl, I got to get on something. It's either now at this point, it's going to be cops because <laughs> none well, of that new show people. Live PD. Have you ever seen Live PD where yes. they're like, girl, I'm obsessed it, like, with it. My, fam- I think my family members should be on that. Oh, girl, it's just like PD. people like crack pipes in the street. I live. Yeah. Like, I'm like, go to, go to Hell's Kitchen anytime now because that's what it is. <laughs> girl but no you and bob and like everything you've built from and then you added bunny so i didn't know if you were going to do like how the other girls have made like a little media empire now like it's where it's at right now and i think you guys got in at the right time and for sure for sure well you know one thing i this was i jay we talked about this i don't know if do you listen to this american life sometimes mm-hmm. it's a podcast it's really easy listening they talk about like american stories and it is really it's like a guy talking like this the whole time. Oh no! But then, but then they bring in other people to tell different parts of the story. And I thought about like something that could be. It's called This American Life, or something about like like this queer life, or something into that effect. Talking about like queer stories, like people's coming out and different things. I think because sometimes I don't want to listen to. Uh huh. We could do things like me throwing shoes at people's head. Tina like Burner talk about honestly rage. Honestly, talk about stuff like talk about stuff like that. Like shit. Because sometimes I don't want to listen to music. I don't want to listen to news. I just want to listen to something super easy listening while mm-hmm. I'm getting ready. And so that's something that we'll like workshop and we'll see. Uh, but definitely want to do something like, well, everything else is queer that I do is queer center. But this like in like a such a different way. You know what I mean? But so we'll, we'll see. I'm working with the podcast company. It, it may or may not happen. We don't oh, know. We'll a see. podcast company. So do I. It's I, called Hardcore. I love it. Hardcore, <laughs> uh, uh, hardcore media. Yeah, good girl. Look at all of our awards on this. <laughs> it's a mess, girl. One day I was like, I'm bored. I'm sober. I need to just talk to myself. <laughs> Honestly, girl, I love podcasting. Works. I genuinely do. I love it. Sometimes it's easy. Some days I'm like, let's just get this over with. But I never remember what I say, which is always fun. <laughs> because I feel like I just black out. And I never listen. I never edit. It's one take, upload. Um, Work. So people are like, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, well, did I? Did I? Maybe I did call Tina trash. Who fucking knows at this point? Oh, my Um, God. But it's, I'm always so happy to see you and talk to you because I really, there's a lot of girls that got on the show. um, But you have, you had, your energy has always been so good. And I think that it was just so perfect for you. And all of your success is incredible and I just couldn't be Thank happier you, for you. And you've continued it with your podcast and the Patreon and Bunny. So, you know, I just wanted to have you on for a moment and it just fell into this week of you know who and craziness, who. girl. So yeah. keep your head up. I will, babe. I will, I will. 
And thank you. Thank you for having me on the and t- tell podcast. everyone when your um podcasts come out. Oh yes. Yeah. So Sipping Reverie comes out um Mondays and Wednesdays and Ebony and Irony comes out on Fridays. And I guess I need to keep my Tuesday, Thursdays available for this other one that I might do in Survivor. Bitch, I'm gonna have a podcast every day of the week at this. Oh, I, I live want, for it, point. girl. I'm it's here. very Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer has like six podcasts she does. Girl, she is a good time gal. She looks she is. I love Nicole. Girl, she was she told some story on her podcast. She was like, I judged a pageant in New York a long time ago. And there was this one girl, Logan Hardcore. I was like, I never met this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bitch, you probably did. You were probably drunk and high. Um, so Monet, it's been really good. <laughs> um, let's take the word probably out. I was drunk and high. <laughs> I was literally on an eight ball and a half a bottle of vodka. So <laughs> but you were always fun. <laughs> Girl depends. It depends who you ask. <laughs> That's all right. We live, we learn, we grow, we change, and we Girl. do podcasts. Hello, that we do podcasts and talk about it. Well, thank Absolutely. you again very thank much, you, everyone. Babe. Go subscribe to all Monet's things. Woo, please do. Thank you, guys. They're very fun. All right, let me turn this shit off. <laughs>